morning welcome to another episode of history under your feet today we take a look at the life of one of the great freedom fighters of india a mentor to many other revolutionaries shamji krishna verma mentor to many leading lights of india's revolutionary movement ranging from vee savarkar to lala hardaya to madam bikaji kama he gave up a flourishing legal career to take part in the freedom struggle He founded the India House in London which would become the center for most Indian revolutionaries operating outside of India or in exile. Shamji Krishna Verma, one of the most brilliant minds of the modern era, a selfless patriot who gave his everything for the nation's freedom. He was deeply influenced by the views of Swami Dayananda's teachings as well as that of Herbert Spencer. He was born in the year of India's great mutiny, 1857, on October 4th in Mandvi, Kutch to Krishnadas Bhanushali, a laboratory in Kumati Cotton Press in Kumati Bai. His ancestors were from Bauchuna, a village now located in Abdasa Taluk of Kutch. He migrated to Mumbai later, where he learned Sanskrit and was a student of the Wilson High School. He got married to Bhanumati, daughter of a rich businessman, sister of his close friend Ramdas. It was in Mumbai he met Saraswati Swami Dayan, the Saraswati, in 1875, and was deeply influenced by his teachings. He soon began to speak on the Vedic philosophy and also became the first non-Brahmin to be awarded the title of Pandit in Kashi in 1877 for his prowess in Sanskrit. He studied at the Balul College, Oxford, in 1881, and later came back to India in 1885 for the law practice. And during his stay in England, he developed he delivered an impassive speech on the origins of writing in India, and was made a member of the Royal Asiatic Society. He set up a legal practice at Ajmer and also invested in cotton printing presses there, which gave him a steady income. He worked in the principal states of Rattlam, Udaipur, for some time. However, a rather bitter experience with a British agent in the state of Janagad shook his faith in their rule, and he resigned in. 1997, he flung headlong into the freedom struggle. A close associate of Bal Gangadhar Tilak and was a part of the extremist section of the Congress. After Swami Dayananda, it was Tilak. After Swami Dayananda, it was Tilak who influenced him the most. He, however, had no faith in the moderate tactics of petition campaign and felt only an aggressive resistance could get rid of the British rule. He once again moved to England, where he would play a very significant role in the freedom struggle. His major contribution was setting up the India House at London in 1900, located in Highgate. This home would soon be a meeting spot for various revolutionaries living in exile or abroad. He used his money to fund scholarships in the name of Herbert Spencer and Swami Dayananda Saraswati, two thinkers he greatly admired. These scholarships would be greatly beneficial to poor Indian students as well as financially supporting them in London. His India house by now had become a hub for the Indian freedom struggle abroad and a refuge for many Indians arriving in England then. Savarkar, Madam Bikachigama, Lala Hartayal, Madanlal Dingra all were nurtured in Shamji's India house in London. From Irish revolutionaries to free thinkers to rationalists, the India house was soon teeming with activity and it became a center of discourse. It also started the Indian sociologist making to spread economic and political ideas. He aimed to awaken Indians against the British Raj and also spread nationalism through it. In February 1905, he also set up the India Home Rule Society with the objective of securing home rule for India and carrying on propaganda against the British rule. His activities, however, soon began to worry the British government, which saw him as a threat, and he was departed from the inner temple. His membership was revoked, even the British media wrote against him regularly, and he was put under constant surveillance by the government. Leaving India House in charge of the in charge of Savarkar, he managed to escape the police and reached Paris in 1907. Though the British government tried to extradite him, it was in vain as he had the support of many influential French politicians too. Shamji by now managed to get support for the cause of India's independence all over Europe and, and even among many sections in Britain. When Savarkar was arrested, Shamji successfully managed to ignite public opinion against his arrest. 
However, he once again had to flee Paris in 1914 to Geneva due to the visit of King George V there. And with the ban on political activities, he had to live under virtual seclusion in Geneva. Even in Geneva, he was placed under the house arrest where he got in touch with Dr. Bryce, president of the pro-India committee there. In reality, Bryce was a secret agent of the British government who regularly informed them of their activities. He also offered a sum of 10,000 francs to the League of Nations to endow a lectureship on independence freedom, which however was rejected on pressure by the British government. He even made the offer to the Swiss government, however, in spite of all the applause for it, nothing really came out, leaving him disappointed. He spent his last years there and passed away in 1930, a disillusioned man, broken by the betrayal of what he felt were close friends around him. Though the British suppressed the news of his death, it managed to come out and tribute to or paid to him by Bhagat Singh, then undergoing trial in the Lahore prison. He made a deal with the Swiss government to preserve his ashes for 100 years and send them to India only when he became independent. A truly great son of India who mentored many other revolutionaries, set up Indian House, ignited an action discussion, a thinker, freedom fighter, intellectual and activities that was Shamji Krishnavarma.